Hello and welcome back to another episode of Boys Gone Wild. Um, today we're going to be talking about one of my all-time favourites uh, in history. It's Mahatma Gandhi because Gandhi was the epitome of a boy gone wild. Um, there's many different metrics for measuring measuring boys gone wild. Um, as you've seen from the whole series. But what's incredible about someone like Gandhi is that he's changed the course of history forever. Um, And he's an absolute nutcase. So I'm very excited to get into my boy Mahatma Gandhi, or as his friends called him, Handstandy Gandhi, because he loved doing handstands. That's a little known bit of trivia about Gandhi. Big Handstandy Gandhi. Uh, Yesterday I did the Jordan Peterson episode. uh, And he's been getting a lot of views, uh, but... I feel I I recorded like forty minutes and cut it down to twenty minutes, and it looks a lot like I'm a Jordan Peterson fan. I'm not a Jordan Peterson fan. I've having loads of people message me going like, "Oh my god, I completely agree with what you're saying." I'm like, "Oh, that's great. We should measure IQ by the width of someone's skull." And also, women do belong in the kitchen. Wait, what? I didn't say that. So I'm not a Jordan Peterson. I just think we misunderstand him on the left. Was all I was saying. So we, so we all know who Gandhi is. Uh, he's the, the, basically the civil rights leader in India who is considered the father of the nation and led uh, the mass movement that basically ended colonial British rule in India. Uh, widely regarded as one of the greatest human beings of all time. He's kind of up there in that sort of Mother Teresa, Martin Luther King, Nelson Mandela sort of mode. But when you do more research about Gandhi, what's so delicious about him is that for all his greatness every single great thing he's done there's also something that's utterly hysterically awful um he's an absolute creep randy gandy um and has a lot of skeletons in his closet um which i can't wait to go into because it's like my general view on gandy is that i used to think gandy was a, a genius a kind of a political mastermind uh and a great moral leader um it's partly true but i think more likely and this is what is one of my favorite things about history uh is that he was just a fucking fruitcake who was in the right place at the right time so that his mental ideas uh happened to do a whole lot of good A quick uh, backstory on Gandhi, he was born to like a fairly middle class family in India, went to London, became a lawyer, then he was in South Africa for 20 years, uh, did law practice there, unbelievably racist against black people, couldn't stand black people, but you know, you know, so I'm not going to go into the racism, that's not even, there's, I could do a whole other episode on Gandhi's racism, but uh, this is more about uh, Randy Gandhi, this one. Um, but yeah, when he was in South Africa, he suffered racial abuse himself, and that sort of drove him to lead a lot of popular movements against the British. Um, but one of the key moments in his early life happened uh, with the death of his father. Um, basically, when his father was on his deathbed, this is before Gandhi, the Gandhi we know, um, he was desperate to see his, uh, to be with his father for his final moments, but then my boy Randy Gandhi got a little bit too randy and went to bang his wife. Um, his wife who he met uh, due to arranged marriage when they were 13, 14 years old. And so while he was banging his wife, his father died. And he felt so guilty about that, that basically shaped 
his sexual habits after that. So he swore to complete chastity for the rest of his life uh, and said, I'm never going to bang you again to his wife. Uh, which is, it seems pretty rough deal for his wife, but you might be able to understand it if he was fully chased. But I think Gandhi was just a bit of a soft boy kind of gaslighting. He was a fuck boy, basically, because he told his wife, never banging you again. Uh, but then to ch- test his chastity, what he would do to prove how chaste he was, he would get like eight-year-old, seven-year-old girls to sleep in bed naked with him uh, as a sort of temptation to test his chasteness. And then the fact that he didn't sleep with them, he thought would prove how strong his will is um sorry gandhi mate you sound a little bit like a pedo and i know gandhi would be like yeah but i didn't even fuck him but i'm like yes gandhi but the whole point is that you're trying to resist temptation and to be honest i think if i had an eight-year-old girl in my bed and i didn't sleep with her i wouldn't be like where's my medal you know i wouldn't be going down to the boys like guess what lads had a proper fit eight-year-old in my bed last night. Didn't even fuck her. Look at Zen Master Gandhi over here. It's like, Gandhi, mate, yeah, you shouldn't want to fuck her. That's the wrong... Like, if he was getting, like, the, a supermodel in bed with him, or maybe his wife, uh, who he clearly got very sick of very soon, that would sort of make sense. Like, yeah, why Why didn't Gandhi ever use his wife as temptation? Like, the, 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 the poor woman is being ousted out of her bed by an eight-year-old, uh, just so Gandhi could be go downstairs in the morning like, oh, that's another night, didn't even bang her. She was my granddaughter as well, so even more tempting, but no, not this guy. Above it, I'm above it. Don't sleep with eight-year-olds. You're a pedo, mate. Because, yeah, it's pretty creepy to do, and that's the kind of stuff that would get you cancelled. But, you know, because it's sort of the st- a lot of stuff what, like Michael Jackson was doing, but it really goes to show there is, you can achieve... There are things you can do that make you exempt from being cancelled. Like Gandhi uh, probably was a bit of a pedo, but uh, also founded India. So he gets a pass. You know, Michael Jackson, sadly, very culturally influential. But if you're a pedo, you can't get a pass unless there's one level above Michael Jackson, which is Gandhi. And Gandhi, for example, if Shakespeare turned out he was a pedo, he would get a pass. So there's only a very select... It's a testament to Gandhi's achievements that he's allowed to go about noncing and we don't care. But that's not even the main point about why. That's only sort of the start of Gandhi's weird perversity. So he'd have all of these young women around him as a sort of harem. Unbelievably sexist. He'd have uh, two women walking by him constantly to help him... Because when he was old, he was kind of struggling. He used to call them his walking sticks. Um, Very, very classy Gandhi. Um, And then because uh, he was fasting so much and had a diet that consisted of basically just nuts and goat's milk, um, he was severely constipated. Like, unbelievably constipated. Um, And so, like, he'd often spend, like, three hours at a time on the toilet just trying to curl one out, you know? But to keep him company, he'd he'd bring some of the young women along and just make them watch him take a shit. Uh, So, like, yes, Gandhi, you did father India, but you are a fucking fruitcake. Imagine that. And he was, like, he he became obsessed with bowel movements. So, it'd be, like, one of the things he'd always be asking. He'd be that kind of weird uncle who's always asking about your bowel movements. 
So did you have a good bowel movement today? Yeah, because I'm I'm yeah I did have a good bowel movement because I eat things that other things than fucking nuts. And what I liked about Gandhi is how he clearly had quite a weirdly addictive personality. So he'd turn these sort of things that on the surface might look like uh, healthy things to do or morally strong things to do. Like he'd give himself an enema. Uh, He'd start giving himself an enema because he was so constipated. It was the only way that he'd take a shit. But then he clearly liked enema so much. It's reported that he'd do give himself enemas like up to three times a day, even when he didn't need a shit. So this is the problem. When you're not... Fair play, you're not having sex with anyone. But if you not having sex with anyone results in you constantly shoving shit up your ass, then I feel sort of against the point. I think just because you, you technically aren't having sex doesn't mean that the fact that you sleep with eight-year-olds naked... Um, and shove lo- uh, just constantly shoving things up your asshole doesn't mean that you're chased, you know? He would also, um, he was so obsessed with giving himself an enema, he'd also give some of the young women in his life an enema. So he would, a big part of his day would be shoving things up his own ass, but also put things up the women's ass to try and help them with their bowel movements, even if their bowel movements were fine. So, proper weirdo Randy Gandhi and he ba- he basically had this obsession with bodily fluids and uh sexual discipline so he never masturbated um but he thought that the way to freeing your soul was not wanking like he's obsessed with keeping semen inside for you he says it should never leave your body and he this wasn't like a private thing he wrote down in notes he would do mass speeches saying that the only way for india to gain independence from britain was to stop coming all the time like loads of his speeches were about come um he'd be like he genuinely he thought one of the key routes towards independence from britain was to keep the semen inside your body and to gain independence from britain we must keep our calm okay what about the the non-violence and turning the other cheek and all that yeah that too that too but most importantly those cheeky brits they're after i come and they're not going to get it oh you want my cum no sir you're not getting it all right if anyone wants me, I'm going to be lying down in that crash. Not fucking any of them, because I'm not a pedo. So, <laughs> this builds into my theory that he was just the right madman in the right time to cause huge change. Because he's out there shouting about come, but also he's leading a movement that's very successful and changes the whole way we look at violence. Another thing I love about Candy is that Clearly, he had an obsession with sort of... He had like, so there was a lot of sadomasochism in the thing. So, like, the dieting, the sleeping in the same bed but not having sex with eight-year-olds. But he also is very famed for his fasting. That's one of the... Uh, um, that's used as one of the big pros of his sort of uh, non-violent revolution. He would fast. Um and they were quite successful. Like he, he went 21 days without food in as in a fast against the British Empire, uh, and that sort of uh, discipline, um, that self-discipline, inspired a lot of the revolution. Um, but then you look a bit further, and hearing reports from his family and stuff like that, he was just obsessed with fasting. So he'd be fasting anyway, you know. 
because it, it the kind of the what's appealing about fasting is that someone is sacrificing so much themselves to achieve a political goal. Gandhi was just fasting all the time. If you look at his fast, he was fasting over everything. Every possible moment he got to to fast, he would like even after that massive fast and when they gained independence from. Uh, Britain he'd still just keep going on fast and like his family would be fed up with it because he was like on his deathbed nearly dying but no he was just obsessed with fasting and I think it really goes to show that he's not a genius it's just a, a stopped clock is right twice a day he would be fasting and doing all this shit no matter when he was born he just happened to be in a time where the fact he was fasting saved India from colonialism and also the non-violence, that's another thing that's always brought up. He did believe in non-violence and he did leave a non-violent revolution. And that's always seen as a big, what's so incredible about him. But he, he believed in non-violence to the point where he wrote to Churchill on the eve of the Battle of Britain saying, I think the best way to deal with the Nazis is to do a non-violent revolution, which is one of the dumbest ideas I've ever heard. Like imagine... Britain just being like right we're going to protest the Nazis by fasting and stuff we'll just get absolutely annihilated so Churchill politely declined the tactical advice um, but it does go to show that he was just saying non-violence in every scenario like it was just lucky that it worked in India but he would just be like non-violence in every single scenario <laughs> doesn't matter where it is just always turn the other cheek and also something I like about Gandhi is that it's so clear that he hated his wife. <laughs> he just couldn't stand his wife. And because of arranged marriages and the, ch- the chasteness, he was sort of stuck with her for his whole life. Um, there's one moment <laughs> that's that's pretty wild, pretty wild thing to do. Um, his wife got very ill. And then he, everyone, his whole family, all his children were begging to uh, give her penicillin. Uh, she needed penicillin to survive but then he said it was like western medicine and it wasn't traditional and that just by fasting and spirituality alone uh the gods would save her uh she died and then he became ill <laughs> and it was like right yeah give me the drugs <laughs> definitely give me the drugs i'm not dying like that my like my old girl so it was just clear that he just he was just sick of all the yapping you know and that's that seems to be a thorough point, you know. It doesn't matter how holy you are. Sometimes it's just having having the old girl constantly yapping. So yeah, that's been uh, Gandhi, who is I, I have a soft spot for him as a boy god wild, uh, because in the way we can sum every boy gone wild up, and who's the most wild boy? Uh, he's a pretty eccentric dude, but he also is one of the most famous people who's ever existed. So that just adds another wild ele- element to him. I just love that sometimes someone who's just absolutely mental can change the world and come off as an enlightened spiritual leader when actually they're just fucking they're just a he's basically just a sadistic pedo in a in a blanket. But I still think they should build statues of him. I still think he's a hero because of what he achieved. Like it doesn't matter I think the means justify the ends justify the means uh, in many senses. Right, that's been another episode of Boys Gone Wild. Uh, I've been Horatio Gould. This has been Mahatma Gandhi, um, Randy Gandhi, Handstandy Gandhi, and I'll see you guys tomorrow. So-